Thanks for joining me in the uh, podcast today. Here's a new phenomenon that's taking place in America. I thought we might want to discuss that a little bit and bring this to your attention and get your thoughts on it. Perhaps this is something for conversation within your own family, within your own home, with your friends. Kids are moving in with their parents today at a record rate. The research shows that um, between the ages of 25 and 35, these are unmarried singles, uh, young people, reside in a multi-generational family home. It was 9%, 9% in 1971, and in 1921, that went up to 25%. So what we find here is a very significant increase in young adults living with their parents, with their grandparents, in some form of a multi-generational family household. Now, when you look at that, there are certainly advantages and disadvantages that immediately, you know, come to mind. And um, it's hard for most of us to understand this because this is just a new phenomenon. Most of us grew up with kids reaching the age of 19, 20, 21, getting married and moving out and being on their own, certainly within the ages of 21, 22, 23. However, today we're seeing that marriages are being delayed. 1971, it was certainly the ages of around 23 that marriage took place. Now, marriages are occurring at ages 29 and 30. 29 for men, 30 for women. So, we've significantly increased the number of singles moving into their family home and the number of singles waiting for marriage for at least eight more years than what used to be the case. Now, when you look at this issue of um, kids living in a family home, there are some advantages, and of course, there are some great disadvantages. And um, here's an advantage. Kids can get a perspective of history by living with their parents a little longer, where there's conversation and around the table, and there's uh, interaction between the generations in the home. History is recalled, history is recounted, history is discussed. Young people can get a sense of history that they would not get otherwise. They certainly wouldn't get it from their peer group. So there's an advantage. Use it for that purpose, if you will. If you're living at home and you're living with in a multi-generational setting, ask questions that relate to history and learn about history from your parents and your grandparents. Here's another advantage. Deep family bonds tend to be developed as you grow older. So if you're living in your family home at 18, 19, 20, the family bond is certainly important and it is growing and developing. But if you're in the family home when you're 28, that family bond is perhaps even deeper, more significant, more meaningful to you. And maybe you'll learn to form bonds with people and learn to form bonds and relationships. And maybe that's part of the reason why marriages later on in life tend to do better than marriages early in life. Because we learn to relate to each other. We learn to live together. We learn to bond together. We learn to solve problems together. We learn to think together. We learn to live together in a meaningful, harmonious way. Here's another advantage. You can learn tolerance when you're living with people who are a little older than you. Of course, mom and dad and grandparents have a different way of life, a different way of thinking, and different mannerisms and behavior patterns and habits. You have to learn how to tolerate those if you're going to live in that same kind of an environment. You have to learn how to just get along and overlook some of the habits. Just downplay them. Don't give them a lot of 
uh, credence in your life. But just overlook a lot of things. Learn how to tolerate. It'll pay off in the future. That's for sure. In your own marriage, when you learn how to tolerate each other, that's a big factor in making marriages success successful. Okay, now, what about just straight out communication? Sure, that helps. Living together with other people helps you learn how to communicate. Anytime you're living with other people, obviously you're learning to communicate because that's what's required. But when you're living with older people, parents and grandparents, there is a different style of communication. It's more meaningful. It's more pointed. It's more uh, purposeful. It's more subjective, historical, and so on. You can learn how to communicate and learn how to relate in a different manner than you would if you were living alone, certainly, or if you were living with somebody your own age. Being around people of older age is a significant advantage in many, many different ways. And you need to take advantage of that. There's also another advantage, and that is if, you have a, if you're a person with a little bit of anxiety, a little person of uh, unsureness about your own independence, living in, with your parents, living with your grandparents, living multi-generationally for a while may be very helpful. It may be helpful for you to gain some confidence and gain some strength and reduce that anxiety about being alone and being on your own. So, if you're if you're a person with anxiety, then that may have a certain advantage for you just to learn how to reduce that anxiety. But same with mild depression. If you have a little depression because you're lonely or because you don't have friends, you don't have associations, then yeah, living with your parents, living with grandparents, living multi generationally may be very helpful to reduce depression. So you see, there is a perspective here that is beneficial and helpful. Uh, so it's not all bad to live with parents. It's tough. It requires a lot of give and take and a lot of balance on part of both sides, but it can be done. But here's another perspective. Living with people who are older than you, another generation, has certain political advantages. There's more likely, uh, it is more likely that you're going to talk politics. It is more likely that you're going to get a perspective of the differences on the two sides of the aisle of politics. It's more likely that you're going to have to debate and you're going to have to discuss and you have to kind of think through some of the issues related to the politics of our country. In other words, you can't just go apolitical, non-political. You're going to have to deal with the politics of America. When you live with older people, they like to talk about these things. They want to talk about these things. They've lived them. They have advantages. They've had perspective. And they want to share that perspective with you. So allow that to take place. Allow the world of politics to be open to you by those that you live with, whether it be parents or grandparents or whomever, multi-generationally. So see the advantage politically. Deal with differences on politics or on any form of values or whatever they might be. Conflict is inevitable when you live with other people. Conflict is certainly inevitable when you live with older people than yourself. Different generations, different way of thinking, different experiences, different background, draw upon different experiences. So you're going to have to learn how to resolve conflict. And that can be. You can have differences about politics, but you can talk about that. And you can learn to relate to people who think differently than you. And in fact, you might even find yourself being influenced by the older generation and their political views. Maybe they have views that you hadn't thought about. Maybe they have views that you would not be thinking about. Certainly views that your peer groups are not talking about or thinking about or talking on. So maybe being in a multi-generational home has a lot of advantage for you to sharpen and to focus your own political views. And the same could be for religious views. Where do you sharpen some of your religious views? By talk, by discussion, 
but give and take, but back and forth, in opening up in a full discussion on different points of view and learn from each other and draw upon the skills and the background and the experiences of each other so that there is a sharper life in the area of values, in the area of religion, in the area of politics, in the area of social relationships, and so on. Work habits, you know, that can even be thrown that in there, work habits. Older people have a whole different work ethic than younger people today. Maybe that's important, maybe it'd be an advantage. Watch how older people relate to work. They get up and they go in the morning. They work hard, they work late. They work overtime, they don't complain. Work is a very high value for older people. Not like you find it with the younger population today. So maybe that's an area that needs to be thought through while you're living in an environment with an older couple, such as your parents or grandparents. Learn from each other in terms of work ethic. So there you are. That's some thoughts. Maybe that will generate some thinking on your part. When you think about this intergenerational difference between parents, grandparents, and your children and grandchildren. Differences are not necessarily bad. Differences are not necessarily conflict. Differences are not necessarily a cause to separate or to keep away or to be angry or to be mad or whatever. It's an opportunity to learn from each other, study together, ask questions, get answers, interact, go between each other's points of view and think it through and become a knowledgeable, forthright person that communicates but has thought through issues and learns how to think and learns how to talk and learns how to discuss. Lots of factors here as we have this generational phenomenon of older kids living in the home with their parents and grandparents. And here's one last point. Living with parents and grandparents may keep you out of trouble. Now we think of legal trouble, that's true. But it may get you out of trouble with girlfriends. When there's that tendency to live with a girlfriend, which generally speaking results in pain, painful breakups, painful experiences, painful learning experiences, this living together is not necessarily a positive experience. It can be a very, very painful experience. So living with your folks and living with your grandparents and so on might keep you out of trouble with a girl that otherwise could be very, very controlling and very dictatorial and very harsh on you. And one other factor, it may keep you living, it may keep you living free of having a burden for the rest of your life, such as having a child out of wedlock. So there's advantages to living in a multi-generational home. Think it through. Be thoughtful about it, but see the ups and see the positives about it. Anyway, nice to see you and talk with you today and carry on this conversation in your own home with the people you love. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.